0: Hello, lovely humans. I'm Wyo Lee, and you are listening to a special episode of Sex Stories, an update from a lovely past guest who is here to talk about playing again after a long break and self-love baby. He is a 24-year-old trans masc, queer Latino who is partnered and dating separately. They have a day job at a museum, are a tattoo apprentice, and he helps out at a queer leather party cruise LA that Wyo has been meaning to go to but has been consistently out of town for once a month. They are into praise, edging, exhibitionism, and has a daddy kink. We met him in episode 198, recently retitled to be more appropriate, sucking, begging, and everything inside me. Welcome back, Neptune! Hi! How are you doing? Good, how are you? I am amazing, I'm very, I'm always excited when we are able to record in person, especially since our first one was not in person, but also I have seen you in person since then, and I wonder if you could start out by telling us Today, if you had to rate yourself on a sexual shame meter with 10 being so full of shame and one being not shame, first of all, do you remember what you rated yourself last time and where do you fall now?
1: Ooh, I might have been a, like three or a four last time. Okay, and now? Today, I'm definitely a one, <gasps> maybe even a zero.
0: Okay. Yeah. Tell us about it. And has it fluctuated? I mean, it's fluctuated since we saw you, but like, has it gone upsies, downsies? Or like, what's it been like since we um, talked?
1: It went upsies a little bit and then right back down. Mm. Today, I think specifically because I just came from a date. Oh, so I'm like feeling good. Oh,
0: we got a fresh yeah. post-date Neptune. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> so I'm How was it? Yeah. It was really
1: sweet. It was cute. We just kissed a little bit at the end, oh. but we like had a nice
0: gay day date, and wandered around in Helen Park. Did you say gay day a... date? Mm-hmm. That's so cute. Who initiated the kiss? They did. Okay. They asked like if that? I wanted a kiss and <gasps> I said, yes, please. Oh, that's exactly what I was going to ask next. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Was it a nice kiss? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like cute. a mouth kiss or like a peck? Mm-hmm. Like like It a... was a,
1: we could have. Gone into, like, fully making out. Yeah. But uh, we also, like, saying goodbye. That's so So cute. So I was like, if I start now, I don't Mm. know if I (laughs) want to stop.
0: I get it. Damn. Okay. What does kissing mean to you? Like, is it, like, a liking or is it just, like, a fun thing? Or, like, how do you feel about Mm. it?
1: It's a liking, but not in, like, doesn't necessarily have to be fully romantic. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll kiss my friends who we're platonic, but we just are friends who kiss. I love
0: that. But if
1: I kiss you, I like you. Yeah. As a person.
0: Don't kiss hate people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what about, okay, I know we're going to get to your stories, but I'm also like I've been noodling so much on what does make connection, what does make dates. If anyone has listened recently, they know that I've been obsessed with creating irresistible invitations that get really specific about the who, the what, and the why, and then like what are the next steps. Yeah. So like what makes a date juicy for you?
1: Mm. I think the initial like – connection is important to me like within the first maybe even up to half an hour I feel like I can tell what our vibe is and like okay. see if it's going to be more on the platonic side or like going more towards romantic but that also can change like throughout mm. I think today I was a little nervous at the beginning so I was like oh no what if it's just like no no it's nice to be platonic but I'd like it to be more too I think, yeah, just the connection, being able to laugh together is really important. Yeah. Like having a silly and goofy time, which is good for like walking around. Totally. Said, like going to different shops and stuff. Oh, it's yes. easier well, an activity. And
0: from the pickup artists, in my days of working with pickup artists, moving locations on a date creates the feeling of an adventure mm-hmm. that you, you know, that only we two can share. And I, not you, and me, but you know, whoever you're with. It's, yeah. It creates this sort of like special feeling you know i know some people have their same date spots they go one two three home but like i love that you did that okay so segueing into your updates is dating a part of your play you're returning to play tell us about that
1: i took a big break i know last time i talked about when i was assaulted and that was like really intense i took a sort of break to only be with people that i was already super comfortable with yeah and then that kind of died down as well just because we kind of didn't feel like it anymore i feel that and then recently I just decided, like, I want to have sex again. I miss it, and I want that connection and that fun. So I downloaded an app, and in two days I was having sex. <laughs>
0: <gasps> how has that been for you? Do you feel it's comfy okay. saying what app? And, like, how, yeah. what's your app strategy? What's your it cute was, profile like?
1: It was Field. Okay. Not to, like, badmouth the app, but they just updated it, and it has a lot of problems.
0: Field has always um, had problems yeah. in my using it, and you know what? Yeah. I'm just going to share a little pod secret here. A few years ago, Field was supposed to sponsor several episodes of Sex Stories and do an interview with us. And the person that was handling our ads at the time got very upset when I asked to be paid on time within 90 days or communicated with better. And so thousands of our dollars of podcast ads, including the Field connection, got canceled. So I'm still on Field, but like I do feel crinkly toward them. And that's a part where I'm like, oh... Maybe mm-hmm. that's why my like autistic self didn't know about business stuff, like the part, the part, like it's taken me so many years to be like, oh, my brain works different, and that has affected both my business and pleasure life okay <laughs> so yes, um field has always been glitchy. Yeah i'm down to plug stuff and bad mouth stuff i'm down to talk about our real experiences
1: okay cool yeah it's always glitchy you're right but like this time now it's like not even giving notifications for messages so i feel like a dick because i'm like i'm sorry i just didn't oh, know you responded and then i don't have to like open it every two seconds okay so now i'm just telling people like hey don't talk somewhere else so like meeting on there being able to see people so many like fun like kinky and neurodivergent people who like we can all get it and get along yeah. and then be like, okay, like do you want to text? Do you want to go on Instagram somewhere else? That's more reliable for messaging itself. What's your preference? Personally? Probably Instagram. Okay. Cause it helps to put, like the photos to the person, because mm. if not, if it's just a text, it's harder for me to like remember, who's remember who. them in my brain, like visualize them and like their energy. Okay, yeah,
0: I'm so glad you're telling me that because lately I finally started going back on Instagram just to check things, and I have gotten a plethora of messages from strangers who don't introduce themselves and don't say anything specific and seem to want a free Los Angeles tour guide. And maybe they're just making a connection, and I don't know, but like they have found me on Field. I haven't been on the app in a while, and they're like, "Hi, I'd love to talk to you on instagram and i'm like but i didn't swipe on you though. yeah but i guess that's maybe the norm since the app is glitchy
1: how do you feel about that if someone were to message me out of the blue on instagram yeah well i also don't have it listed on there but if i did
0: smart I would. i, I would it. still be like oh like
1: we didn't even connect. Yeah. I don't know who you are. That's
0: how I feel most yeah. of the time. Like most of the time I'm hearing from strangers who don't even introduce themselves. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you are connecting with people there. You're moving to some... What What are the kind of like... Or what do you want to tell us? What feels the most exciting about dating? I don't need to give you a fourth degree about the process, (laughs) but I am
1: curious. I like, I just, I love having a crush Mm -hmm. of any kind. A friend Mm -hmm. crush, a sexy crush. It's a fully romantic, like, let's please date and get married crush. I think it's fun. Yeah. This honestly started because at work, I have a friend who has like, well, everyone has work crushes and I don't have one. (gasps) And I've been like, I need, like, it makes work more fun. I want to have a crush. And I think there's just not someone for me there. So I was like, let me branch out and actually... Like, if I miss having a crush so much, I should do something about it. (laughs) Oh,
0: my God. You are so right. Okay, work crushes. I've always had a work crush. I have always fucked people at work or through work. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a little bit different once you get into independent contracting, especially when all the work has to do with sex. As a photographer, well, no, I did still end up with clients. I do still (laughs) end up with clients, but that's a different context. Yeah. Okay, so do you feel like you will fit in at work even if your crush is not from work or like? (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) honestly it's a little more fun because then no one knows who it is okay you know That's i think true. at work there is Less of like when friends have a crush it's like but don't tell anyone like has to be very like ooh, we know the secret now which is also right.
0: a fun aspect of having a work crush it's right. been a little secretive like energy i've been thinking a lot about humans yeah. and secrets and i think everyone has some kind of secrecy kink in some way shape or form and i've been noodling on that because it's not so much about like the lying aspect of secrecy, whereas, like, having a secret, I think, would love to hear your noodle reflection on this, creates that, like, boundaried container of privacy that allows for, like, true intimacy. Yeah, you know? I agree.
1: Yeah. I think when you say we we're saying, like, everyone has the secret, like, secret kink, it really like, privacy in a way is that, to me, at least... Yeah. Like, it feels like a little secret thing we're doing because we're like behind closed doors, having sex and doing fun things. Oh no one knows what we're doing right now. It's cute.
0: Okay, so you're on field two days. You get laid. What's that process like? What makes it satisfying for you? Like, what are the funnest parts? And, like, what is it like getting laid right now?
1: That's... It's really great. Yeah. I've only, I've literally had sex the one time. This was like a week ago. Gra- oh my gosh, this <laughs> is very so so recent. <gasps> what,
0: what great timing that yeah. Kimberly was like, we need to do past guest updates. I was like, I know, I miss everybody. And I think here it you was are.
1: maybe two days after that I got the email about the updates and I was like, well, what good timing. fortune.
0: What yeah. good fortune. The universe knew. <laughs> the universe was like, yeah, Neptune needs to share these stories. Okay, so who's in your orbit? And was it a daddy? You have a daddy thing, but like, mm-hmm. yeah. oh, it was. Okay. Yeah.
1: <gasps> it was really I- great. Congrats. Like, I could talk about it forever. I could give you a full play-by-play because I was like, this is
0: the best, some, like, intro
1: back into it. I
0: would love to hear um, whatever details you feel comfy sharing, you know, per their privacy, per your agreements, yeah. respecting all of our secrecy kinks. Of course.
1: Yeah, we started talking on field, talked about, you know, limits. We we're kind of negotiating a little bit. And then we were sexting a little bit. And I have been wanting to try edging. I've only ever tried it, like, in masturbation and it's not the same it's For not me, the same i, I know some folks love it but no
0: it's great both ways but it's not the same
1: yeah it's not the same so with them we were like talking and like over text and i even sent photos which i like rarely do but <sighs> i was like just feeling so like sexy and ready <sighs> that i did and it felt great to do and I made me feel even more sexy so i will continue to do that that's
0: <laughs> so hard yeah were they like do you feel comfy saying what kind of photos? And do you also feel comfy saying how you shared your limits or like kind of what they were? Yeah. We just talked
1: about certain language, especially because I'm trans. Like they asked about language for like genitalia. Some folks I know are into like misgendering. Some of my friends are like super into that. But it's not for me, like mm. degradation, that kind of thing, like talking about language first. And then for when we meet up, talking about like what, fantasy we're wanting what kind of our goal is and then we're like okay that sounds fun i'll see you at this time and then it just turned into like but like what if we were there now blah, blah, blah. and like into that well we started talking about edging and how i wanted to try it and that's kind of how we got into our like sexting time and i mentioned that i like taking orders and he took full advantage of that and oh, it was the best Oh, yummy yeah and i like that too that. for like a neurodivergent brain being like, I don't know what to do next or, like, what the, like, quote-unquote natural flow of this should be. Right, right. So having someone else kind of help take the reins within the limits is, like, it makes it so much easier.
0: Ah, I feel you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Yeah. And it, I think it's so beautiful, too, to have that kind of, like, preview. I think of it as a preview in mm-hmm. sexting to see if language is going to line up, to see mm-hmm. if flow might line up. And I know that a text conversation is always very different from an in-person physical Situation, But I like that it kind of, like, creates the tone, can create those expectations. And it sounds like you were excited enough to exchange pictures. Did you already have them on hand or did you take fresh ones?
1: I took fresh ones.
0: (gasps) A muse, a daddy muse. Which
1: even, like, that felt even, like, sexier. Because I was like, oh, you're, like, telling me what to do and I want to, like, do it. I want to listen to what you're saying. He was like, are you alone? And I said, yes. So he's, like, telling me, like, what to do. And then I was edging, and then, but again, with his sort of guidance, it was a lot sexier. Yeah. And he was really excited about, like, photos, and he was really excited about, like, speaking with me, and that helped to, like, kind of amp me up and make me want to, like, give back.
0: Yeah, yeah. When you say speaking, like, voice memos or, like, texting speaking? Texting. Okay, okay. And, like, when you say He was guiding you. Was it, like, specific instructions of how to touch yourself? Do you feel comfy sharing details?
1: Yeah, he was saying, like, you know, touch your clit first and then, like, start fingering yourself, but don't come yet. And I was like, yes, daddy. Like, I will not be doing that. And then he asked for, like a video as I was like fingering myself and saying like please fuck me daddy or please come fuck me daddy Mm. and I was like okay and I did it and it felt so hot and then immediately after I sent that he sent a video of himself like jerking off Uh. and like saying like that was so hot like you know praising me and I was like oh fuck this is so good Uh. and then that made me like you know obviously keep wanting to masturbate and I watched that video a couple times. It was really nice. Oh, that's
0: so hot. And so then how long between this, like, sexting session and in person? Two days. Okay. I think.
1: Okay. Yeah. It was great. And we met up, yeah, a couple nights later and immediately, like, started making out and then Mm. went inside. And, like, as soon as we were, like, inside the bedroom, I got on my knees and I sucked his dick and it was great.
0: Mm. Yeah. Question, because I am Mrs. Safety. I'm single forever but married to safety. Did you already cover the health and safety stuff? Yes,
1: we did. We covered that in the very like the initial conversation when we were talking about limits and mm-hmm. what we wanted from it. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. to Cover our bases.
0: So can I ask, did you blow him with or without a condom? Without. Okay. That's
1: hot. (laughs) It's great. And I probably will still have him come in my mouth. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I need you to also come inside me, please. I've missed that a lot. It's like one of my favorite parts of sex is like that ending makes me very happy.
0: Damn, that's so good. Okay. And you had talked about that. So you like knew what you were building (gasps) toward. Okay. What else were your favorite parts?
1: Before we met up, he was like on his way to me. He told me, like, I'm on my way. I'll be there in, like, I think, like, maybe 40 minutes. And he said, I want you to edge the whole time.
0: That's really hot. I love looking forward to things, but that kind of lead up is so fucking hot, man. It was
1: great. And also, (sighs) like, logistically, that way, I was like, also that way you can fuck me pretty much as soon as you get here because I'll be, like, lubed up and ready. Yeah. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah.
1: So when you got there... Yeah, I sucked him off for a while. He was already hard as soon as he walked in. I remember I was, like, sucking his dick. And then I kind of looked up at him and looked down at me, and he was like, get on the bed. And I was like, yes, okay. And, like, I got up, and he was, like, I have not come that many times, like, ever in, like, one sitting. Wow. I totally lost count. It could be more than 20. I have no idea.
0: Holy shit. Congratulations. Is that... Like have you? Is that a lot by a long shot, or like what? Like I think a long shot. I think
1: before that, the most was with a partner, and that was like six, maybe or seven. But he just like he kept going, and it was amazing
0: wow do you feel like it was like the long time of build-up do you feel like it was the connection that you had do you feel like it was a combination of all i know it's an impossible question right. but like how unusual and amazing
1: it was it was the best i think it was just because i haven't been fucked that hard yeah. before oh, damn. and it was like and he had told me like by the way like after i come i stay hard so he hot. came in me and then kept fucking me and we also took breaks in between yeah. like we just That's like
0: so
1: hot. just happened to sync up and be like okay break time and just like oh lie there Like catching our breath.
0: Okay. That's because I was wondering, you know, because sometimes for me, the downside to being like, I'm fast, right? Like uh, my whole life, I'm too fast for most people in almost all contexts. And so my whole life, I'm like, okay, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. (laughs) You know, I'm also in this femme body. And so then it's like, I scare the penis owners because they're like, oh my God, it's so much. And then the ones that like it, they're like, okay. And then I'm like, no, it's done. Shit. I want more. And so (laughs) it sounds like you had just such a good rhythm of like, Continued play. Yeah. Like yeah. it sounds like it lasted. And I love those resting breaks too. Yeah.
1: And that's also when we can talk and like mm-hmm. be like, so what's your family like? Like, what do you do mm. for work? Because we yeah. did not really know the, all that yeah. too. Yeah. And then for me, that helps build the connection. And then I'm like, okay, let's get back at it now. Yeah. And then it also was because like for certain like orgasms that were really, really strong that I was like needing a break, I would have told him if I needed to, but I didn't have to. He just was like, okay, let's take a break, drink some water, you know, like catch what your a breath good
0: daddy he knows yeah. how to pay attention yep it was great <gasps> oh my gosh okay other like physical sensations moments that are stand out for you like what were some of the back and forth or even just like specific ways you like to get touched it Sounds like there was a lot of fucking
1: yeah yeah one of them that i hadn't done before is i hadn't really like written anyone before mm. only a little bit yeah but it wasn't like like logistically like i couldn't get the right leverage to yeah. actually ride them yeah. and like towards the end he like pulled me on top of him to ride him and that's when i was like oh fuck like your whole penis is all the way up there i hadn't ever been fucked that deep and it felt amazing i was wow. literally screaming with like each thrust it felt insane wow yeah
0: wow can you come on top Mm-hmm. okay had you done yeah. but you hadn't done that before? actually i don't think i even
1: touched myself the wow. entire time. I think I literally just came on a scot the whole time. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. Not that we're prizing that above anything else. All ways of coming are great, but it is so hot and cool to yeah. find new things. And yeah, like it
1: was totally new. Yeah.
0: Do you okay, so sometimes when I'm on top, I get like so I don't actually even know what this is. It's almost like I told someone this and they're like, You're like a goat that freezes. But like I like it like hits a spot in me and it like Like, it does cause my whole body to freeze, and sometimes it will Mm -hmm. fall over. Do you have any of that sort of intensity, or do you have... Yeah. Yeah? Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's a great way to describe it, actually. Like, it goes up my whole
0: spine, kind of. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, like when... I got on top. We kind of went slowly at first. Mm-hmm. And then he like snapped his hips up. And I literally went like, my back like arched. And I was like, oh fuck. And like, and then he kept doing that. And I appreciated that he was like helping to stabilize me. Yeah. So if I started to kind of go one way or the other, he would like grab me harder, which was hot, but yeah. also helping me like not fall off his body. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was yeah. Great. It's very helpful if someone grabs and mm-hmm. keep, cause like otherwise I get kind of like paralyzed a dish temporarily, you know, mm-hmm. but oh, that's amazing.
1: Yeah. You know what he was doing. (laughs) We kept joking that he was winning at six, which is obviously fake, but...
0: Well, when he's winning, you're winning, we're all winning. Yeah,
1: because I told him, like, I haven't... He just made a joke, like, did you lose count? And he was like, yeah, I've never done all of that before. So we just kept joking, like, you win.
0: (laughs) I love that. I've been thinking about this a lot because I have recently been with a couple partners who were, like, every time I was moaning, they're like, yeah, come for me, baby. And I'm like, well, okay, I'm enjoying myself a (laughs) lot, I wasn't coming. There's no way for me to communicate that during sex without dissing you right now and being like, "Actually, I'm not." You know, <laughs> and I've learned I've learned that saying a negative at someone is not a sexy helpful thing. Yeah. You know, but I also love accuracy and so You know, to have someone who's kind of like checking in in that way and also making you come and reading the body in those specific ways is really hot. What was your communication like? You know, it sounds like you were connecting as humans in between, but what was your communication like during that session? Was it more like physical? Was it a mixture of physical and verbal? And were you dirty talking? And like, what kind of dirty talk were you into? Yeah,
1: we were dirty talking. That was most of the communication. I mean, also towards the end, I was like... Becoming, like, nonverbal. Yeah. Just, like, all I can do is, like, scream and moan. So many times. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> all the words are just leaving my brain. I get that. He was a little more silent than I was. Mm. I was moaning a lot, talking a lot. But, like, really classic of, like, oh, fuck, like, that feels so good. Yeah. And, like, calling him daddy because I know that turns him on. Like, I think that's more of, of why I like that. It's a little less for me, although I do like to say it, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, fun to know, like, I know, we both know your daddy. I think we talked about this last time, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we both know your daddy. But from messaging him, knowing how much he liked that, I was like, of course I'm going to say it. I want you to also be feeling sexy and want to keep fucking me. Mm. And then he would only be like, yeah, come for me, if I would start to say, like, I'm close, or if it was, like, you know constant screaming he was like come for me
0: yeah. and
1: at the beginning i would ask him like yeah. can i come and he was like yes yes like, okay come for me. Yeah. did he
0: say yes all the time or did he ever tell you no like and, and he told me like, no twice okay yeah. okay that's hot yeah i love getting told no in terms of orgasms and edging and stuff i do have some partners that are incredibly permissive and that's hot too but i'm also just like i can only you know kind of like you were saying edging yourself is one thing mm-hmm. There's a very specific, like, experience of sublimation I have in my brain and physical body when I'm, like, literally about to come and my dominant or whoever I'm with is like, no. And I'm like, oh, shit. Especially if they keep doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. And so I love that. That's so hot that you got some no's. And it's so hot that you got to come so much. Is it okay if I ask, would you want to see him again? Yeah, for sure.
1: I know I'm definitely going to see him. Later in the month, but hopefully at some point in between, too,
0: because I, I want that again, for sure. I love that. Lovers, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. We all know that the foundation to an awesome sex life is excellent mental and physical health. But if proper rest, exercise, and a healthy lifestyle aren't leading to the blood flow you'd like when and where you'd like it, check out BlueChew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. And the process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no dealing with awkward physicians who aren't trained to talk about sex lives, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. Blue Chew and I want you to have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVER at checkout. You just pay $5 for shipping. That is BlueChew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. So here's a question for you. This kind of goes back to the dating and maybe the selection process, especially as a neurodivergent human, you identify as such. Yep. What selection criteria do you look for in a concrete way? It sounds like you chose a really good fit. It sounds like there were some verbal cues. It sounds like you have <laughs> tested it out with dirty talk. And then, of course, we just have to test people in real life. But are there any specific like green flags you look for?
1: Ooh. Definitely, if whoever I'm speaking to is very clear and up for communication, like right off the bat,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's also difficult because, like, I mean, I guess on the field, it's easier to be like, we're here for pretty specific reasons. Yeah. want to hang out and have sex. But if I meet someone somewhere else, it's harder to gauge, like, what level we're going for to know what level of communication I want to go for. Like, yeah. are we going to talk about sex immediately? Do we need to talk about, like our, like, more personal stuff and, like, like personal life things and family and that kind of stuff before we get to that point. But, again, with this guy specifically, he was immediately communicative about what he wanted from the app. He asked me what I was looking for. So we got right on it. Like, we saw that our goals matched up, so we went for
0: it. Okay. Yeah. Were your goals specifically sex-oriented, or was it, like, I want sex and connection with this person?
1: Yeah, sex and connection. Okay. It's hard for me to do sex without any connection
0: i can't do kinky things without connection i mean i can definitely like i'll always experience connection through physical touch and Mm -hmm. even when i've gone for the most like casual of things people are like you're amazing and they want to tell me that my their whole story depending on the amount of time (laughs) we have together and i love that like i love connecting with people especially through information you know talking and physical touch Mm -hmm. and i think what i'm Maybe going to veer more into asking people about dating, even though I'm very good at giving other people dating advice, is that kind of like very specific mix of like, well, how can I get straight to fucking? And because for me, it's like, I don't want to go on three dates with someone and not fuck them personally. Yeah. I'm like, could you fuck me right away so we can see how that works? Mm-hmm. And also still treat me like a whole human being and get to know me at the same time. Like, you know, I want that's those ideal. indications. So, did you ask for that, or were you, were you just feeling that out in the conversation that you were having with him?
1: I was feeling it
0: out. I did okay. tell
1: him like I'm looking for sex mm-hmm. and for something that's like preferably recurring.
0: Yeah, recurring um, sex. Yeah. I want that too. Yeah. 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 I want
1: to like in an ideal world, I would be like, I'm seeing this person this day of the week every week, and then yeah. this other person at this time. Oh like, my God, I want to. Yes. Like, obviously, the spontaneity is fun. Like, meeting someone being like, I want to fuck you right now is really fun. But also having that, like, guaranteed sex is, is nice. It's very but important. Something
0: to look forward... If I could yeah. have a Monday, Wednesday, Friday bay, and then... Even if they could only do every other week, that'd be okay. Then I could have multiple Mondays, multiple Wednesday, multiple Friday, and then mm-hmm. weekends are wild cards. Yeah. I would be so fucking productive during the week. Because yeah. literally, most of my life... Well, actually... My entire life has truly become a distraction trying to get laid and figure out sex. And, like, <laughs> you know, I've, I've really achieved certain things in certain ways, and I really have made a mess of other things in other ways. So it's, like, I'm always so curious. Yeah. I mean, that that's the thing. I'm endlessly curious about how it's going. So that feels exciting and satisfying, maybe even if you don't assign him a day of the week, because I know most yeah. people don't like that feeling, if I were to say it out loud. <laughs> but it sure is nice when it just works out.
1: Yeah, especially for, like, I have a really busy schedule right now, yeah. so also... Knowing, like, I can count on this thing and I can plan around it. Because it has happened. One of the reasons why the people that I had been having sex with before, like, my little break or big break. Yeah. Was our schedules weren't matching up, like, ever. Because I was always working tough. at the time. I just stopped working one of my jobs. But before I was working, like, four jobs, technically.
0: Damn. That's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Also, in this day and age, I get it. Oh gosh, I don't want to count my jobs right now. Yeah, Yeah. that's a lot.
1: Yeah. And like, and the one that I just stopped doing was always evenings. So, like, all my evenings are always books. And a lot of people can actually do them. So,
0: that is the one thing. Like, I fucking love erotic photography way more than headshots. I mean, I loved headshots for so long, but also the more I got into sex, the more I'm like, I want to take pictures of sex. I want to film sex. But it's like my sleep schedule is so fucked up. And for so long, I had a great 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. thing going. Mm. But like that doesn't work for a fucking life. Yeah. Until I get my daytime sex parties going. But So remind us, too, how long of a break you had had? I think it's
1: before this, a couple weeks ago maybe, since March.
0: Okay. Yeah. And if we were like designing Neptune's new era of fabulous fuckery you know so this daddy kind of connection is filled what would your ideal dance card full dance card look like Ooh, yeah daddy card is filled i'm definitely right now like the
1: person i just went on a date with is closer to my age Mm -hmm. and like another trans person and queer Mm. because as much as i like the daddy i also want that connection like that community of like we get it we're both trans and with that with people who are, again, close to my age and also, like, similar identities, yeah, it's easier, I think, to be, like, friends and, like, giggly and that kind of cute, like, sweet sex. Yeah. And also, like, we'll be kinky and, you know, yeah, yeah. sexy and but intense. it's so but,
0: hot when, like, yeah. hardcore crush sex turns into kinky sex and then you can cuddle fuck and then you can get nasty and all of that.
1: Exactly, yeah. I yeah. think it's a little bit easier for me to explore and, like, I'll feel... Comfy being more switchy
0: Mm. with
1: someone like that. But if it's a daddy, I'm going to want you to be my daddy. Of course. I don't want to. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: I get that. I really get that. Yeah. Ooh, okay. And what is your ideal, like, fucking partner number right now? Like, do you want to have, like two consistence and then room for wild cards or are you looking for more consistence like or does it are you just open
1: i'm open i think two would be nice and then have wild cards yeah but if i have more i'm happy with that and if i have less like i'm happy with that too yeah i just want to have
0: sex (laughs) do you get distracted by like the flirt energy yeah oh this was my question that i was gonna ask you because like you know because like how do you balance your life and sexting like do you still like to sext in between or is that something kind of like because you had that like hotness the first night, now you let it simmer. Like, Ooh. do you create conscious balance for yourself, or do you just kind of go with the flow?
1: I think I definitely want to keep sexting in between, mm-hmm. and that kind of comes up in the flow anyway. Mm. Once I've had that connection with the person, and obviously when we're on when we're both on the same page, like we're gonna want to keep that up, keep yeah. it going. Because I I liked it. I would love to continue to do that. I think it's nice to warm up in between for like keeping the energy like fresh and new and like more present in my brain Mm. and like it's also fun to like think about when i'm not speaking to the person just like out and about in the world just remember like oh you're so flirty like today when i walked away from kissing this person who said goodbye i was like he like smiley and happy and like as i was going to my car
0: okay so in this swirl of new era flirtation and hotness how does your self-love fit in I imagine it both supports the dates, also supports yourself, maybe grounds you. Like, tell us about your self-love moment.
1: Self-love was one of the factors that had me realize, like, I want to start doing this again. I want mm. to start meeting people again. Because also, like, at the beginning of the year, I had I had top surgery in mm-hmm. January. And that Congrats. was super exciting. And that has really, like, boosted everything. But I was still dealing with, like, stuff from being assaulted. So, like, dealing with that... And then I always get seasonal depression in summer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whoa. I just I like, don't like to be hot. It doesn't yeah. feel good. Yeah. I have eczema, so my skin gets all like
0: oh, shitty during summer. Body.
1: Yeah, and also like just things historically have happened in summer that are bad. Once like fall started happening, I was starting to feel better. Um, You're I like, get myself. me some cuffing
0: season. Yeah,
1: exactly. And like, and I also just like made one specific friend that I met at work who like. Doesn't necessarily like, I mean, obviously like she compliments me and we hype each other up, but she's a very confident person. Being around her is kind of rubbing off on me in a really, really positive way. She's always just like making jokes and like making comments about like, oh, we're just, we're so hot and sexy. Like we're the hottest bitches at work, that kind of stuff. I love that. Yeah. And it's like, even when it's like just in jest and we're just being silly together, it also is like in the back of my head, like, yeah, we are hot and sexy. So yeah, I've been feeling really great about myself And then when I noticed it was really strong was when I was sexting this person and sending photos, which, again, I used to never, like, do. Mm. And I was, like, looking at my own photos and my own videos and being like, oh, yeah, I am hot. This is awesome. Like, really, like, fully acknowledging it and, like, feeling it.
0: I love that. I love that so much. That was a big part of my own personal process, too, right? Like, obviously, I love taking pictures of other people. But... Yeah, and I've, I haven't taken as many of myself lately. Maybe there's something to consider there. Yeah. But I definitely feel feel that. What does it take for you to want to send someone a photo? We heard the specific of the daddy where it's like you were getting turned on. It was in the flow. But if you had to zoom out side of a specific situation, like what level of trust needs to be met? What level of care? When, what sort of reactions do you prefer to get from mm. sending hot photos?
1: For the reaction, if they're just, like, expecting it, I don't like that. But when you're talking about, like, he mentioned, like, do you want to receive photos? Do you have like to send photos? And originally I told him, like, I'm usually iffy about sending photos, honestly, just because I want them to be good. And mm. I'm just me trying to do a selfie of my crotch. Like, it mm-hmm. doesn't feel like it's going to be, like, good lighting or whatever. <laughs> he said, obviously, no pressure. You don't have to send photos. But essentially said, I don't care about the lighting. I just want to see you because it's hot. That's and I was beautiful. like... Oh, in that case, like just getting that reassurance that like it doesn't have to be a professional photo of your pussy. I just want yeah. to see it and enjoy it.
0: But also if you would like a professional photo of your pussy, I'm here. <laughs> it's like literally here. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's so hot. I think for me the underlying message of as a p- pussy cat comes out to join us on the couch. <laughs> the underlying message of I want to see you and expressing that I mm-hmm. think is is a really beautiful you know foundation for connection that can yeah. get even hotter that can create that container of safety where i know that i've felt the largest permission for desire
1: yeah yeah feeling that desire and like hearing it from the other person yeah like yeah, okay yeah now i want to do it because that feels yeah. sexy and that feel i feel like wanted
0: mm-hmm. and I'm like
1: and i know that you think i'm sexy yeah I'll share it with you.
0: And I know for me, getting whatever version of a thing feels like a specific response from that person, you know, rather than like a tap back heart or like a sexy babe or, you know, like whatever. Like I really, really love feeling like I am actually being seen after I have been asked to be seen. Yeah. That's so cool. Anything else to say about your self-love or kind of like your noodles on self-love or what can you articulate a specific part of your self love process. It sounds like maybe like as your own best friend you're like, you need to get laid. Or like what was it like for you? <laughs> I don't think I can fully articulate it. Yeah. It is impossible. Yeah. It's hard. Words but... are so not enough. That's <laughs> what I've learned over five years of asking people about sex. Yeah.
1: There's so much more to do and say about it. But I think my self love journey really did start with Top surgery mm. because all of a sudden I was like I don't want to have my shirt off 24/7. I had my first like day at the beach without my yeah. shirt on and I felt like amazing the whole time. So being able to actually fully be free with my body because that's like the last thing yeah. for me at least outwardly presenting. I still want to get a hysterectomy, but that's like no one's seeing that. Yeah, people are actually perceiving my chest, so it's nice to have that done. And after having that, it's been. Nice for me to feel comfortable exploring how I dress too. So it's changed a lot how I express myself to the world and how I feel like within my own body and in sexy times. Like I, as soon as I got stop surgery, I got a harness, like an H harness that goes around my chest. And I love how it looks and feels like flat against my skin. Like when I'm at cruise at the door, like I feel more comfortable wearing like a tight shirt or mm. having that harness on or one of the last few months i wore like a sheer long sleeve shirt and i felt so hot and sexy in it because i was like look oh at man. my scars i have a flat chest damn that's yeah.
0: hot do you like your chest being touched mm-hmm. mm.
1: yeah i like that someone can touch it yeah. it's not like sensitive i don't have nipples i don't hold on to them Yeah. so it's just like cool. any part of my body
0: uh-huh
1: yeah i didn't want nipples i was like i want to be smooth. It's fine. I don't don't care for them. They weren't sensitive to begin with, so. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, I mean, whatever you want is awesome, right? You get to design the package at this point. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's so cool. It's it's great. So, it gives me, like, a gender euphoria to have someone, like, put their hand on my chest, or or when I was having sex with this person, he was, like, biting my chest, like, kind of up towards my collarbones. Mm. And I like I I could still kind of feel it. I didn't I don't bruise easily which makes me very sad cuz I want to be marked. Yeah. But I did like it didn't look like a bruise but it felt like a bruise okay. so I'd be like at work and just kind of like pressing yeah. on my chest like right up here. That is so and it hot. It was yeah. I told him like I can still feel it and it's really hot.
0: Oh, I love that so much. Is yeah. it is it okay if I reveal to you that I am sitting on a very bruised ass right now.
1: (laughs) That makes me happy for you.
0: Three days bruised. Thank you. I love having the, like, aftermath feelings. Of course, I have to time it specifically depending on, like, work stuff and shoots and all of that. But Mm -hmm. I fucking love getting bruises beat into me. Yeah. By the right people who I can trust. (laughs) Of course. Yeah.
1: I love marks. And they really are just, like, happy reminders of, like, ooh, I just did this the other day. And it's evidence on my body that I can look at and admire. And I think they're pretty. Yeah. I just, I like them a lot. I just wish my body would do it a little bit more.
0: (laughs) Totally. Well, I mean, that's why you got to put tattoos on it or something. (laughs) Right? Yeah. (laughs) Would you ever get like a tattoo or a brand from a partner? Like obviously if they were serious and they were going to stay in your life or, I mean, maybe not. Everyone has their different relationships to Marks.
1: Absolutely. I love tattoos. I have many of them. Yeah. I want to get many more. Yeah. A lot of my tattoos are significant to people. I have one that I haven't gotten yet, but I still want to get that a person drew for me, intended as a tattoo. And I had told them I'd, I want to get puzzle pieces, like a half-sealed puzzle pieces of significant people in my life, Yeah. and they drew their little one for me. And we don't speak anymore, we had a falling out, but it was still a really mm. important like relationship for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. And I learned a lot through our like falling out and the aftermath of that. So I still want to get it. I think it's still important to yeah. me to have that permanently with me, even if it ends badly.
0: I love that. I think that's so beautiful. And I'm so glad you said that out loud because I have many relationships, more than I would like, you know, where it's like, just because the relationship, the way it was, came to an end, the growth I had with that person, the joy I had with that person, the appreciation I had with that person. I mean, look, I would not be here today right now if it were not for my former master. He chose to remove himself from my life in meaningful ways, but I don't hate him. I think fondly of him. Yeah, I hope that he's well. You know, and yeah. I and I love kind of that keeping those important tokens. I'm I'm a keeper of like the important parts. You know. Yeah. And I let go of the parts where I'm like, well, we can't be with everyone forever <laughs> in all ways. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Well, here's the question. Okay, so you are a tattoo artist. Can we tell people where you work?
1: Yeah, Common Ground Studio in Cypress
0: Park. Okay, so have you gotten to tattoo anything? naughty or dirty on people yet.
1: No, not yet. It's my first day, like, a couple days ago, so it was hearts and stars and smiley faces Mm. this last time. Mm -hmm. But I would love to. I'm, like, already planning in my brain, like, different flash sheets to cater to different aspects of my life and people that I want to share them with. I love that. I would love to. Oh, my Mm -hmm. gosh.
0: If you put naughty things on the flash sheets, we'll have to tell the sex stories Of course.
1: Yes, please. (laughs) I definitely... I want to... I'm, again, I'm just starting out, but I really want to specialize in lettering. It's always been an interest of mine. I like, do calligraphy. and yeah. I love to design fonts. So <gasps> I definitely want to have like just a bunch of like words that are like slut, like you mm. know, daddy. Get really creative, like sloppy bottom, whatever, ooh, whatever ooh, you desire. You could build ooh. your own word, and then I'll put it on you. Damn, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, I love that. Are there any other like updates about your sex life, or just like sexy noodles that you have in your brain right now, mm. or your heart, or your loins? i'm
1: just excited to keep doing what i'm doing i set my brain to it again within two days i was doing it i'm excited to like be going back out there and meeting really fun and hot new people to connect with
0: well neptune is the planet of dreams and clearly you are a powerful manifester in (laughs) in that aspect okay so here's what i would like to know currently what are your hopes for your sex life going forward I want
1: to really explore the kinks that I haven't, like, had the opportunity to. I want to find out, like, ways that are comfy for me to explore, like, exhibitionism. Mm -hmm. I guess that kind of goes hand-in-hand in in, in my brain for, like, voyeurism, like, people watching. I haven't had sex with more than two people at a time, so I want to branch out and, like, make friends and have them all meet, and then we can all have sex together and have a fun time.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Only once, like, I had a nice, like make out and touching and like cuddle puddle with like five other people. But that was so long ago and I want that again. And I want to go all the way, like all of us in our, you know, comfort level of nudity having a fun time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I want that too. I think I want my first like big, well, hmm, there's two, there's two branches, right? I guess. So a recent fantasy is about measuring cocks. And I'm like, if I'm going to get a bunch of cocks together to like measure them and line them up. I might as well do my gangbang, right? Yeah, like, you know, and like maybe but then I'm like, well, maybe I should just start with three and get the like what's it called? Let's see. What's a spit roast plus another spit roast plus DP? What's that called?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. What, you know what I mean? Like a, yeah.
0: a triple penetration, basically. Yeah. And then I'm like, out of fourth one, maybe I'll get a double, double vaginal, and then maybe my asshole be anyway. You know, so I have gangbang fantasies, I yeah. have like multiple holes fantasies. However, for my first like true orgy, Mm -hmm. I do think I would want that to be all like queer fluid people, you know, and have a situation where like everyone there would want to touch everyone there, you know, and and really curate the experience. Mm -hmm. Because I think probably the most practical reason, aside from money, aside from the fact that I'm barely home in terms of holding off on planning the sex parties Mm -hmm. is I hear from so many different people. I am friends with so many different types of people. I have enough lived experience that like not all of my friends like my other friends in ways I don't really understand. (laughs) So like curating that social experience, I don't really know about. But I feel like when I get other queer lovers together, it's usually like a higher percentage of yes. Yeah. So, you know, and I'm trying to figure out how to do that in ways that are like inviting and also figuring out the problematic nature of what is often described as gatekeeping. Like, what's the difference between gatekeeping and curating, right? Like, the goal as a host is to create the best event possible. So, I think I might start with like sensual dinners. I don't know. Anyway, those are kind of like my noodles for the future. I feel like it's hard to
1: plan that. Like, it also just takes effort. A person who doesn't like understand all of like the social norms or most of them, how it works. Yeah. Like, it's hard. I feel like I would have to dedicate so much time, like, if I were to plan my own, like, finding the specific people having them kind of meet, like I want them to meet in sort of smaller batches Mm -hmm. before. So like, how am I going to facilitate like, everyone that I want to have sex with, meeting each other and liking each other and then, like, making space for all of us to be together
0: and plan it and then all of us to be together and do it. And And curating the right groups with the right people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I am a big fan of Priya Parker's book, The Art of Gathering. Like, reading that, I'm like, okay, okay. You know, and I'm just totally applying it to sex. And so I've also taken the long research route of, you know, meeting people, meeting people from all different backgrounds, meeting people from all different types. And, you know, my big noodle is like, all right. I think for my birthday party this year, there'll be some sort of, like, art-oriented gallery, you know, like, the evening before, safe for work, family could come, it's not weird. And then the next day is the daytime play party. Or maybe swap it, maybe swap it. I'm like, if we fucked all day from, like noon to five and then had an hour to clean up and then set up the gallery would anyone show up for the nighttime part i don't know you know (laughs) so i think about that stuff all the time any other like kinks or stuff that you want to explore in the semi near future i think Mm -hmm. it's just you know as a person that like i have a huge long bucket list and i'm always figuring out how to organize it and happenstance has a way of happening yeah i like speaking it out loud just to see what i can make happen but like what else is top of mind for you
1: i really want to do free use
0: Mm. like yeah.
1: a lot it's yeah. so hot to me me too a while ago someone had invited me to go on a cruise with them <gasps> i said no because they were weird yeah,
0: yeah and didn't good work out that's a good reason um,
1: i didn't feel like it'd be like a comfy space but that in theory with yeah. someone who i'm actually comfortable with yeah would be a fun place to like explore that i think Absolutely. obviously within like the limits of like not fucking in front of people but if it's like a
0: unless adult you have permission. only
1: thing exactly Totally. i'm sure like on the adults only cruises, people get a little freaky and wild. I have heard stories. Yeah, so like having, like, an extended <laughs> amount of time, even if it's not that, just somewhere where we have, like, a little vacation where, like, I can step away from whatever I'm doing or, like, have a work-from-home type of thing. Mm. So I can just be at home at their disposal all day so hot. for whatever so hot. would be amazing.
0: Oh, my God. Neptune, thank you so much for coming back and sharing your updates on sex stories. Thank you for having me. Remind people where they can find you on the internet.
1: Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. My personal Instagram is cm.codex. And through there, you'll find tattooing and fun stuff. Just come come say hi.
0: Awesome. Lovely humans. Thank you for listening. If you appreciate the work that I put into this podcast, I would love it if you took the time to leave us five stars and a nice review wherever you get your podcast, especially Spotify, since last year's troll attack on our ratings is still affecting our ability to be found via search. <laughs> I do love getting to know you and hearing your stories and meeting you lovely humans in real life. And remember, if you want to collaborate, apply to be a guest or leave us a single story voice memo via xstoriespodcast.com or sexstoriespodcast.com. Sex stories are always going to be my favorite, but now I also have question lists for love, friendship, dating, relationships, marriage, divorce, secrets, and so much more so that we can learn about connection through each other's experiences. I fucking love getting your emails and voice memos and receiving thoughtful noodle messages. It truly is hearing from you that fuels this work for me. And if you want to go deeper with me, get to know me, and support this podcast in meaningful, concrete ways, find me on Patreon, OnlyFans, FetLife, Venmo, Cash App, and all social media platforms at YOLE, or work with me privately for photo and video shoots, relationship support, creative breakthrough sessions, and retreats yole.com slash links is where you can find the list of all the ways to play with me and the link is in the description below thank you for joining me to spread ripples of love to co-create a world where taking care of each other is the norm thank you for spoiling and inspiring me with your stories and your support please take care of yourselves take care of each other and remember to share stories in the name of lovely human connection